Hey folks, this is Charlotte Clymer, and you are listening to a brand new episode of Charlotte's Web Thoughts. This is the audio slash podcast version of the actual Charlotte's Web Thoughts on substack.com. You can go subscribe to that at charlotteclimber.substack.com. It's completely free, easy, takes less than five seconds. Just go to charlotteclimber.substack.com. In your email, select the free email option, click submit, and you're done. That's it. It's very quick, and it helps me immensely. December 8th, 2021. The media coverage of Kamala Harris and Bluetooth is ridiculous. In coverage of Vice President Kamala Harris, we've seen some real doozies this year. There was a New York Post story in April that claimed Heroes Are Everywhere, a children's book published by the VP in 2019, the title is Heroes Are Everywhere, had been distributed in welcome packages to, quote, thousands of migrant children arriving in the country. You can see the obvious conflict of interest here. <clears throat> that was entirely false. And the reporter at the Post who wrote this story resigned and claimed she had been pressured to do it by her bosses in a rather startling thread. And you can find the thread if you go online to my actual blog instead of just listening to this. Uh, Laura Italiano is the reporter's name, and it's in this, uh, this blog, her thread. In a pair of stories a few weeks ago, during the Veep's diplomatic trip to Paris, some in media felt it necessary to lean into the trivial. While visiting a lab at the Pasteur Institute, Harris pronounced the word the as the in emphasis, which is not an uncommon thing to do in the States. In response... Some in media openly wondered if she was mocking or mimicking French accents. The Daily Show did a really funny and, uh, well, sad uh, segment about the whole scandal over Kamala Harris's supposed mocking French accent, and that's also in the blog online. Let's pretend for a second that Vice President Harris meant to mimic a French accent in a very brief manner during a moment of levity with her hosts. I guess my question is, why does it matter? Are there French people who took offense to this? If there are, yeah, sure, let's make a deal of it. But I just, I don't understand this at all. It, it, you know, the implication seems to be that Vice President Kamala Harris is uneducated and rude toward French speakers, which is a curious thesis, given that she spent her adolescence in Quebec and speaks the language with conversational fluency. Doesn't make much sense. This was followed by a second story surrounding the Veep's purchase of cookware at a Parisian shop. She and first gentleman Doug Imhoff uh, stopped by E. de Hellerin. I doubt I pronounced that right, but I took a stab at it. Where Julia Childs bought her cookware, uh, they stopped by there to pick up, pick up a few items. Harris is known for her advanced culinary skills, so this seemed like a fun and innocent detour on the way out of town. Instead, her purchase with her own money of between $375 and $600 in cookware, there are conflicting reports about the uh, accurate total, that sent conservative media into a temper tantrum, which is especially odd given that they worship the throne of a guy who famously shits in gold toilets and 
blew as much as 140 million in taxpayer money on his personal golf trips. Ah, but friends, we have a new contender in this clown show. A few nights ago, the journalists behind Politico's West Wing playbook thought it'd be wise to publish a story on the vice president's preference for wired headphones because she's concerned over the vulnerability of Bluetooth enabled devices like AirPods. And they flesh this out, this piece, with an insinuation that she's being paranoid. On Twitter, reporter Alex Thompson, one of the folks on the byline, echoed this part from the piece, that some aides felt Vice President Harris was being, quote, a bit paranoid, unquote, over security and attached it to an anecdote over Harris, then California Attorney General, instructing her staff not to leave visitors alone in her office. The critical bit about her ordering staff to not leave visitors alone in her office, the Office of the Attorney General of California, seems especially absurd. It's a legal office. It's a government office. There are confidential documents. Someone left alone could plant a listening device. There are many operation, excuse me, there are many operational security concerns. So it doesn't make sense. So let me attempt to uh, summarize this. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris is now being criticized for using wired headphones instead of Bluetooth because she's worried about security risks. And this is somehow bad because we don't want a vice president who goes the extra mile in national security. What a surprise that the folks who were obsessed with the national security implications of Hillary Clinton's email server are now pushing that Vice President Kamala Harris is being, quote, paranoid for declining to use Bluetooth tech because of its security vulnerabilities. How very surprising. Anyway, there's some solid reporting from Scott Bixby, Shannon Vavra, and Adam Ronsley for the Daily Beast about how the vice president is quite correct in her concerns. No less than the National Security Agency has advised government officials to disable their Bluetooth capability entirely. Here's a quote from that piece. The U.S. government, via guidance from the National Security Agency's Defensive Cybersecurity Branch, recommended last year that if users want to excuse me, that if users want to avoid the risk of data exposure, seeking out, oh my goodness, I can't speak tonight, seeping out to unwanted eavesdroppers, they ought to disable Bluetooth altogether, according to an agency document. So as you can see, it's weird what happens when journalists do the necessary work of journalism. I've seen some people online imply or hint that the folks at West Wing Playbook intended this as somewhat tongue-in-cheek, playful reporting, perhaps even an attempt at parodying parodying the way uh, in which Vice President Harris has been needlessly criticized this year over trivial matters. Okay, but let's pretend for a second that the Vice President wired headphone story was an attempt at I don't know, oddball news or levity, that it was writing, that they were writing a tongue-in-cheek article to generate social media outrage. But even so, how is that not irresponsible on the part of journalists? How is that engaging the public in good faith? 
whatever your valid criticisms of the vice president's job performance, at best, these trivial stories only undermine that important discussion. And at worst, they enable the racism and sexism faced by Vice President Harris. I'll leave you with what a good friend of mine texted me after reading the story last night. She said, it's clear Harris didn't do anything wrong by wearing wired headphones. So why is this written as though she did? Why indeed?